I think that's something that's important to know when planning and just understanding that, you know, things aren't always going to go perfect, but it, that doesn't mean that it's not a successful event. It's still amazing. It's still great. And so, yeah, just to take it easy and have fun. Hey there, and welcome to episode number six, having a successful styled shoot with Charity Simmons. Charity is a Dallas, Texas photographer and host of Creative Styled Shoots. Today, we're talking about what it takes to host a styled shoot on your own and how to do it well. If you're ready, grab your cup of coffee and join us as another friend in our conversational coffee meetup. You're listening to the Cameras and Coffee podcast with Kara Haynes, a light and airy conversation about everyday life so you can listen and learn from entrepreneurs. Here's your host, photographer, educator, and mentor, Kara Haynes. This episode is brought to you by CloudSpot, the exact platform I use to host my mini session galleries so I can beautifully curate galleries to sell themselves and set them up for success. If you're interested in trying CloudSpot, you can get 20% off 12 months by using the link bit.ly forward slash cameras and coffee CloudSpot. Hey, Charity, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Hi, I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm grateful for this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We've been talking in DMs for like years. (laughs) (laughs) And so like finally getting to chat this way is so exciting to me. I don't know about how you feel, but I feel like it's inevitable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, like, I'm not going to lie, like the the thing that really motivated me to want to do this was listening to your podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah, Aww, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I listened to it the first time you launched it. And then I was on a, well, I've been driving from Michigan to Chicago to do some weddings. And so I'm always looking for something to listen to as I'm doing that. And I was like, oh yeah, charity. So I should go back and listen. So I went back and listened, which is why I reached out and was like, are you going to pick that up again? Like, (laughs) oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I think so. Maybe possibly in the new year, I have so many exciting things planned. I'm like, oh, what do I do first? What, you know, so I'm thinking that I will in the new year. We'll just, we'll have to see. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to ask you about that soon. (laughs) Before we dive in, I really wanted to touch base on the fact that you always are making like some delicious coffee Mm -hmm. blend. And because this is the cameras and coffee podcast, I thought I'd ask what your favorite is right now. (laughs) You know, I love the podcast name. When I saw that, Kara, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is perfect. I love a good iced coffee at home. Today, I actually went to Starbucks and I got a caramel macchiato with almond milk and some vanilla. That is my drink of choice. Yes. (laughs) Two pumps of vanilla and some, uh, what else did I put in there? Drizzled some caramel in there. So that was nice. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm usually drinking my coffee black these days, but today I decided to put some creamer in there and it cools it down too much. I have to drink my coffee hot. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I have like one of those candle warmers. I'll put my mug on and keep it warm. <laughs> like just because it's got to be hot or I won't drink it. Like I'll dump it out uh-huh. and like make a new cup if it's cold. So, yeah. or even lukewarm, like it's got to be hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is so smart. I never thought of that. A candle yeah. warmer and putting it, it keeps it warm. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. 
I know a friend of mine taught me that because they'll make like mug warmers. And I'm like, it's basically a candle warmer. <laughs> yeah, I have one of those. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So tip for our listeners, you yeah. can uh, <laughs> keep your coffee hot with a candle warmer. <laughs> That's um, a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to think back of when you and I met and uh-huh. And when I say Matt, I mean, like in the digital sense. And I want to say it was like through a mutual group. Was it the Rising Tide Society? I'm trying to remember. Mm. Or maybe Honeybook? I don't know. Um, yes, I think so. I See, I couldn't remember if it was that or if it was the Amanda Hedgepeth that she had the small business group. I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, I haven't one. done that one. But I don't, there used to be like those follow Fridays or follow Thursdays on oh, Rising yeah. Tide Society. And that might've been where I first started following you on Instagram. And then it's interesting because some people like will want just followers for the sake of more followers. But when I would DM you like a response, you would always DM back. And it, that's what I love about you is like, you're so personable and it's not like anyone's above you like yeah. <laughs> or beneath you or you wouldn't right. answer and you really like give like your honest answers. And I even got like some voice recordings back from you and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so yeah. sweet. Like <laughs> she's really like answering how this goes. And yeah, like you're oh. always there to like educate what you're learning in the process. And I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So today we're going to talk about you doing a styled shoot. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about this because I've always wanted to do one, but there's so much planning involved. And so like, I'm always thinking, do I have time to plan this? Right. Um, And so I wanted to kind of go through that process with you today so that the listeners can kind of understand, like if they're wanting to plan one, like what's involved, how to do it successfully. So we're going to kind of talk about how you planned it, what you learned, and mm-hmm. go from there. So the most recent one really caught my eye. And have you done more than one? Or was this your first one you did? Mm-hmm. So actually, I've hosted two in the Dallas okay. area. Yes. And prior to that, I hosted a photography workshop where we had like a style shoot portion. But yes, oh, cool. only two so far. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's more mm-hmm. than what I've done. <laughs> it's amazing. I've attended, but I've never like planned and executed one. So mm-hmm. no, that's so good. So yeah. what made you want you. to do a styled shoot this time? You know, I love this question because when I was, I, it just makes me think back to that moment. And for me, it was about creating opportunities and building relationships, kind of like you and I, how we have this and how we met through, you know, rising tide and being able to follow each other. And we've been able to maintain that relationship over the years. So I wanted to create something where other photographers, like where we could all just meet and connect and just have fun. And so when I first moved to the Dallas area, I thought it would be easy to find resources for photographers, like photography workshops or style shoots, because it's such a big area. But it wasn't easy at all. It was actually really hard. And I I just thought about it. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think. But I mean, that was three years ago. But not a lot of people were hosting style shoots then that I knew of. And so I found someone who was hosting a style shoot and it was the most amazing experience. I loved it. I met some new photographer friends and I was just like, okay, 
I have to do this again. And I continue to go to style shoots. And now I'm like, now I want to host my own. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, that's what made me want to start is just to genuinely connect with other creatives. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Because I always think like, that wedding, the wedding industry is so saturated, but I'm finding more and more that Michigan, like this is like a heavily wedding saturated area. Was your styled shoot for weddings? I was trying to remember. It was. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like for you, like in the Dallas area, is it, is wedding like photography and wedding, um, type of, uh, vendors and things like that? Is it like a big thing or is it more like, not as big, Mm -hmm. I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good question. That's a good way to put it. It is a big thing. It's a big, um, it's a big deal here, like weddings in the Dallas area and things like that. So yeah, I cannot remember. So I don't want to like quote the wrong information, but I think it's like brides of North Dallas area. It's it's a big deal. Okay. I can't remember what what the stats are on that. So that's why I'm like, oh, I should have researched oh, yeah. that. I'm not going <laughs> to quote. <laughs> but it's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know like here there's I'm I'm finding out because I did an interview with Wedding Day Magazine okay. and they were mentioning like um, expos and like bridal shows are huge in this mm-hmm. area and. I don't know. Is that, do you find that that is something that is happening there? Like where there's a lot of things where vendors are meeting up to try and reach out to couples getting married? Like, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And at first I didn't like, I guess being new to the area, you know, I, I didn't think that I wasn't, I guess I wasn't really sure like where to find those connections. And now that I've been here like almost three years, I can see like, okay, wait, this is a big deal here. Like people really get into this. There are so many beautiful venues here and just creatives who are doing really awesome in their businesses. And so, yeah, it's a really big deal. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And mm-hmm. shout out to the Rising Tide Society that we've talked about. Yes. Um, yeah. I love their model community over competition. That's been huge. And I think that's real huge in mm-hmm. my mental health. I think as a um, creative that is trying to do their best. And a lot of times it's so competitive. And you get these people that don't want to share information. And I'm like, if we all could just work together, like we could better each other and stand out for like who we are and not for what we're offering. And so it's been so great to learn that over the years. And I love that. Um, so yeah, it's so great to like do a styled shoot and invite vendors along. I know the two that I've done, it was so great meeting other photographers, other vendors and like creating that network. That's been the, probably the biggest thing with those <laughs> more than the photos I walk away with, I think. Um, because now I have great vendors to recommend to my couples and it's been great. I don't know if that's the same case for you, but um, yeah, it's, it's been amazing in that. Oh yeah, definitely. I do. I saw that you were, you did like the wedding magazine shoot recently, didn't yeah. you? Yep. How that was, was that my ex- second time. Okay. It was great. Um, And like I said, 
like the best thing I get out of it is meeting other vendors. I actually met one that lives in my hometown, didn't even realize we were literally like streets away from each other. It was a two hour away uh, shoot. And I'm like, man, we could have carpooled. (laughs) But now her and I are connecting on a different level. And it's it's so nice. Like Mm -hmm. we have two very different styles. And that's totally fine. And we can share Mm -hmm. um, resources and information. It's been great. So yeah, that's been fun. Um, as we dive in more, I'd love to know like your process for planning a styled shoot. Like how far in advance do you think would be successful for planning a styled shoot or have you found successful? Okay. You know, so typically I would say, I think about two to four months in advance to plan a style shoot, like giving yourself that time, depending on how complex the shoot is, it's a good time frame because sometimes you just never know. And I mean, you don't know, like, I'm not sure where everyone gets their models from, but sometimes I get a lot of the models that I find from groups on Facebook and they are so kind, so sweet and just willing to work with us on these shoots and they donate their time. Like, some of these models, like they're, I'm not sure if people know that, but they're not paid and they want to help. And so, uh, yeah, it's, you know, usually about that two to four month time frame is really nice just to, to get things going. But I like to remember that rushed work is not quality work. So it's important to give yourself enough time and grace when planning so that it can be a successful event, any a successful event, not perfect, not perfect because it that's not realistic, but successful. Yes. So yeah, that's yeah, usually sure. my planning process. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then getting together, like once I have the idea, it's okay, now I need to find a team of vendors. And I found recently that it really works to work with the same vendors that you've worked with instead of changing vendors all the time. That's just what works for me. That may not work for everyone, but it's, I've seen it to be effective. So, yeah. 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 I, I agree. And I'm like a very forward thinker. So like Mm -hmm. (laughs) planning in advance just to make sure like all the ducks are in a row really helps because I'm a big picture person. And if I don't have like everything figured out and communicated to everybody, like that would be a big struggle for Mm -hmm. me. Like just coming into that, like seeing from the outside, like coming into that, like, why, what am I doing here? What do I need? Like, so like it helps make everything streamlined and everyone know like what your vision is and all of that. So yeah, that's good. What important things would you want listeners to know when planning? So like, sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. Tell me. Well, I'm just thinking like, so like you were saying, like how some people donate their time and stuff like that, like what's important to cover, um, knowing for that? You know, I, I love this question because teamwork makes the dream work. Like, and I know that's like one of those sayings that's like said a lot, but it is so true. Like having a good team will help to create a good experience for everyone involved. And when you're able to just really 
plan things out in a way that will serve the people that you're working with and not just serve, you know, just an individual purpose, but to actually serve everyone. It really does speak volumes, I think, to everyone, even like the models and, and like, you know, the brides, like it, it helps them too. Like when I have the vendors to give them like, Hey, I've worked with these vendors before and they're really good. And so I can recommend their services. And it just really, it, it almost comes full circle in a way, like it just serves everyone well. So I think that's something that's important to know when planning and just understanding that you know, things aren't always going to go perfect, but it, that doesn't mean that it's not a successful event. It's still amazing. It's still great. And so, yeah, just to take it easy and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I know too, like as being a vendor that's um, coming into a styled shoot, it's like so important to be included in a lot of times, like it's so hard knowing which image is yours when people are posting it. Cause when there's several photographers and you have a very similar style and they're posting, you're like, well, that was my image. Like, yes. and they're not crediting it, crediting it. Right. And you know, sometimes that's a humble moment where you're like, is it really about me? But it also is like sharing and tagging. Everybody is so huge. Like, because it just really validates the time that everybody put into that. And like, how much that means to you. Like I've, I've found a lot of my photos being on like their websites, their social platforms, their ads for like the models trying to get picked for something else. They'll use like those images. So I know that's a huge thing. And also making sure this was something I definitely learned was like when you're photographing a bride, making sure she has her flowers because you really want to make sure that that florist is being seen too. So like not doing a ton without the flowers or like doing like one for like the dress person, um, but then making sure like the flowers and things are all included. That was a big learning thing too when we were doing that, like just making sure like you're really including everybody in that um, to validate or to value their time is really important too, I found. So yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It's something that you just learn over time and not everybody does it. And you're like, okay, well, like, I really want to make sure that that person is not left out. Because I've had friends that have done shoots and like, they weren't included in like a blog post or like a post they weren't tagged in. And they're like, I'm not going to raise a fuss over it. But I'm like, but like you had contributed. Why not? Like, just send them a DM and be like, hey, can you just include me? And they like... It's it's so simple and I think sometimes it's so missed and especially when you have a lot of vendors like it's kind of hard to make sure that you include everyone and it's so difficult so like making that list of everyone who's included and letting people know that are involved like this is what they contributed I've found to be very helpful so yeah those are all all great things <laughs> yes it's really good that you said that because it is probably the most important thing that we've talked about here today because 
style shoots are all about collaboration. And so feeling included and just having that collaborative spirit really enhances the overall experience and value for everyone. And even just like you said, just DMing, sending someone a private message and saying, hey, do you mind to share your work? And can I see your gallery? And that's that's that collaborative spirit. And you have to have that when going into a style shoot. And that's not just like just the photographers like you and I, like planning these things or it's everyone having that collaborative spirit to want to work with each other and everyone involved so that, you know, we all get the true value from the experience. It's so important. But yeah, I love that you said that. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know what have you learned during your styled shoot and what would you change for next time? Oh, dear. (laughs) You don't have to get too vulnerable. I love it. Yeah. You know, and I love vulnerability too. So I'm like, let's see here. Are you loving the episode so far? I hope so. Would you do me a huge favor? Would you take a second to leave a review? Just head over to your listening platform and click those stars. Tell me what you are enjoying most. I would be so grateful. And I'd also love to feature you and other listeners about your experience. It only takes a couple minutes and it would mean a lot. Okay, enough about me. Let's get to the rest of the episode. I've had some really amazing experiences, so I really honestly have no complaints at all. A lot of the things that I would probably change when doing style shoots, it would probably be myself, <laughs> like different and how I can improve in different ways. And so that's been really nice to see um, how I can serve people better and work with them. And so I would say that the thing that I've learned most importantly is just making sure that everyone wants to be included and they want to collab because there are some vendors who may not be in that place where they're wanting to. And so I had to learn this the hard way. And But I... I realized that it's just nice to just send a simple, you know, just a small message and say, hey, I'm hosting this event. Would you like to collab with me for this style shoot on XYZ date? And are you available? Because what I've seen in the past is sometimes vendors will say, yes, I'd love to collab. But then something comes up and they may not be able to attend and life happens, understandably so. But when they're not able to attend, what that does is it creates this effect. So then if they're not able to attend, then someone else has to pick up their work or, you know, like they have to, because the shoot has to go on, you know, we still have to move forward. So for me personally, it's made me stretched. If I'm having to pick up something over here, the slack or someone else. And then, so I think just having that team behind you, that it just goes right back to that. Just having a good team of people who are invested and wanting to collab on the event. That's the most important thing. You don't want to mess up there, but that's just my take (laughs) on it so far, (laughs) but just two events, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I know too, like a, a big thing here in Michigan is you see a little bit of both. You see people that will just send you something like for photographers Mm -hmm. to like here, put a deposit down and then it's non-refundable, which I'm not sure they can legally do. (laughs) And then, um, and then another thing is they just have an agreement to sign and it's like, well, you have a legal 
document that says you have to, or you have to find a replacement. And so I see a little bit of both. And then I see people who do nothing. And I think sometimes the successful ones are the ones that do it in a professional way with like an agreement and stuff like that so that they're taken seriously. And I know, cause I've, I've signed up for some and then learned the hard way. <laughs> and then I've seen some where it's like, okay, well, here's the amount due and here's like everything that's required. And it's like, it's good because it sets the expectation. I think that really sets the stage for like what you need to do and what you need to include and what you're going to gain from it because people want to know like, how is this going to help me too? Like, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that's always huge, but yeah, that's definitely something I've, I've learned where I'm like, when they don't ask for that, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, maybe I don't want to be involved in that one. It's, it's someone just throwing things together. So I think too, like building a reputable team is great because then you'd have people that you trust in, you know, they're not going to leave you hanging because that's huge. Um, I know a friend of mine and I, we've been trying to plan something to show off her work and she's new to the area, just moved here from out West and she's trying to get into the wedding scene. And uh, that's something she's been struggling with is finding her vendors that she trusts. And so she's been asking me for some too. And sometimes they're not always available. So like finding new vendors has been tricky. (laughs) Yes. But no, that's all good. Yeah, I'm interested to know, like, what things would you want listeners to know about styled shoots that you think if they're going to be planning one, what is key for them to know ahead of time? What should they all be thinking of Mm -hmm. when planning? Okay. Yeah. So, and even I'm just going to piggyback off of what you said. The agreements is, it's so important to have an agreement because that agreement sets the expectation. So everyone is aware, like I am agreeing to X, Y, Z, and this is what's happening. And I'm totally invested in doing this, but that really, that really matters. And even like on the photographer's standpoint or from the photographer's perspective, we'll say that. Um, But just having that agreement and I, for all of my style shoots, there are contracts that everyone signs in the beginning. Like they know that, Hey, I'm agreeing to share my work and to tag the vendors so that everyone, because a lot of the times you have vendors who will donate their time and in exchange for pictures and things like that. So it's a really big deal to share that information because then if not, the the vendors are like, Hey, I'd like these galleries because you know, and I don't have it. So yeah, I would just know the agreements and the expectations being outlined is really important. And for the photographers or people participating to really read those agreements and know what they're agreeing to and make sure that it's something that they are okay with that aligns with what they want to do. So yeah, it's important. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people think like when the style shoot is done, like everything's done and really that's, that's not the case, (laughs) especially if you're the one planning, like there's more to it after the fact. So it's like collecting all the photographs or the galleries and like making sure that's shared to all the vendors. And I think sometimes that's the hardest because some photographers are quick to edit and some might have like a lot of other stuff on their list of to do's. And so it's not always the first priority for them. So sometimes making sure that that's included in that agreement of like how long until you should receive the images to share is really big. 
I've never seen that. And I think that's, I would, I would suggest that would be something to know for an expectation too, is like, how soon do you need these images? Like, because that would be great because I, I've had some models like send me DMs, like, have you seen photos from everybody? Like I've only seen, and and as a photographer, you really don't, you only see your own work and send out until people start posting. But, um, it's just good to know, like, when to expect that too. <laughs> so yeah, so great. Yeah, that's all really great information. What would you suggest as types of vendors to include in a styled shoot? Hmm. I know there's a lot yeah. and I can help fill the gaps too. Yeah, like type of vendors. Do you mean like that would like participate? That sh- yeah, okay. like what would you like... I wouldn't say require, but suggest thinking about as far as like creating a collab. What what are some good vendors to include in that? Okay, got it. I think I got it. So I would say, (laughs) I would say, um, of course, you need a location. You need to know where you're going to host this style shoot. Is it going to be at a venue or is it going to be at a studio? And then after that, you need to know, okay, how many photographers will I want at this event? You know, I'm like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. How many photographers do you want? And do you want a florist? And do you want, I'm like, there are so many details that go into it. Um, are you wanting to hire a planner, which I'm really finding is the, that is the really key. That's key. You want to hire a planner. I have always been the one to style or I guess do the planning, but I am not a planner. I am a photographer. I'm a creative. (laughs) So I think that's really important to, um, to have, but yeah, just knowing all the vendors and your goal for the style shoot. Yeah. I, I know like sometimes you can, and there's like a fine line because I feel like sometimes you can have a lot of vendors and that can also be a hindrance <laughs> because sometimes it's too many cooks in the kitchen. But oh, also yeah. I feel like if you want a good collab, you probably want enough vendors to collab with. And so I know for me, we've done as far as like invitations, like having a great invitation person that does those textiles. We've even had people who are bartenders making certain drinks to like showcase um, Mm -hmm. that they can offer. We've had like dress companies, suit companies, um, obviously the florist signage, all that kind of stuff. Planners is big because I feel like they're the ones that are going to have a lot of vendors in their pocket. And that's a great person to collab with because they're going to when they've worked with you and know what you can offer their potential clients, they're the ones that are going to sing your praises to a potential client. And that right. client may then end up booking you because it's somebody that their planner trusts. Um, but yeah, it's all great things. I know like mm-hmm. cake, cake people, caterers, all different things. Like, down to like yeah, down yeah. to like rentals of like dishes and silverware and, mm-hmm. um, chairs tables like it's it's crazy like (laughs) to think of all the pieces that you could include in that that you don't really think about because sometimes venues have a lot of those pieces already I know here like a lot of our venues will have stuff and they're like well you can rent this you can rent napkins like stuff like that but even like including 
people that offer those just to like increase your list of people to collab with are great. And at least that's what I've found. But sometimes you can find if you have too many, (laughs) sometimes that can make it a little bit more difficult if they're like incorporating. But I do find that it's, it's helpful. Um, just to branch out your, cause when they're sharing, you're branching out more people and it's not always about followers, but about creating relationships. And so like when they post stuff, it's just showing their trust in you as an added vendor. So right. I don't know if you feel the same, but <laughs> I definitely do. I agree with everything you said, because it's so true. Like that you yeah. need that you need that team that's going to want to work with you genuinely and yeah. it really matters mm-hmm. so i yeah i agree with everything you said yeah and i think too a lot of people like i i'm always going to say this because i have friends in this industry that that do this and they always feel like they're the last minute but videographers, I feel like sometimes they're just so put on the back burner. And I'm mm-hmm. like, imagine like photographers doing a collab, but then getting video. Mm-hmm. I feel like video is so much more intimate in a lot of ways in things. You can't just like edit out something on someone's face or <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it kind of shows like an in-person type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I know too, like when they're included in the process in the beginning, it's great. A lot of times for weddings, I've always found that they're like hired last minute because there's left leftover room in the budget. Um, but that's a great one too. I know sometimes photographers will offer that as a service as well, but that's really great too. But one last question I want to ask pertaining to a shoot is what are the things that are important to capture during a shoot at, from a photographer's standpoint? that you have found helpful in creating this collab relationship with vendors? Oh, yeah. So as far as, and that's really important. That's so, so, so important. Um, Many times, I think maybe like my first style shoot that I've ever attended, I had no clue what I was doing or how to, to capture things. I was just like, what am I here? Like, what do I do? But I learned from another style shoot that I attended and she really broke it down on, you know, you should photograph whatever that subject is that you're shooting and make sure to shoot it and diff- at different angles with different lenses. You want to get as many shots as you can. And from my experience, style shoots are very fast paced. It, I mean, they go like it, 20 minutes at a station may sound like a lot of time, but it is not because it goes by so fast, especially depending on how many people you have in that group working with you. But um, yeah, I would say bring different lenses and shoot at different angles. Make sure that you shoot whatever it is that you're shooting at least more than once. It's it's a different perspective being a photographer at a style shoot than being someone hosting a style shoot. And I've had to learn that because with hosting one, I have not got as many photos that like that I've wanted to. And I was just like, why is this happening? But it's different, the perspective of hosting one than um, actually being a photographer. So that's what's held me back a lot Mm -hmm. is because I'm like, if I'm going to plan this, it's going to be what I really want. And am I going to get images I want? Or am I going to spend so much time in the organization part of it? Yeah. That I'm going to miss all the details that I want to photograph. And so, yeah, that's definitely something I've, <laughs> I've really hesitated on, but 
yeah, I, I understand. Well, and I think too, like people don't understand like, okay, if there's like a makeup artist that's doing the makeup of the couple or doing hair or something like that, get them in action, like get, get the mm-hmm. vendors in action because mm-hmm. not only is it great to get the images of the, the stuff that you've planned, it's great to get people in their element because a lot of people love using that for social media, but it also humanizes their business a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with that, but it's just, it's, it's important. And that's something I always, it's funny because people will be like focusing on certain details. And I feel like I get more of the people aspect mm-hmm. <laughs> because I just want to like serve people well. And I think a lot of times that's a huge thing. Like you can serve them by getting photos of them with their work. Like that's just huge. So yeah, I don't know if you've noticed any other things in a styled shoot that you find are like super important not to miss. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can think of something off the top of your head with that. But well, um, from the, you know, I love what you said, but I I think too, I want to add to that the perspective because I think that's what you and I've been talking about, you know, it's the different perspectives from being from attending the style shoot as a photographer, and then actually being the one to host this style shoot, like, you know, it's changing those expectations. And that's something that I've had to like shift my mindset, like, I'm no longer a photographer attending the style shoot, but now I'm hosting it. So my perspective is going to be a little different. So now how do I approach this? But I think too, that planning come plan good planning and a good team is a really major benefit to hosting a successful style shoot because when you have a planner who can plan the style shoot then the host i think it frees up the a little time for us to be able to okay we can go to the stations too and take pictures and have time to get some good content so that we can give to the vendors. So then they're not so, you know, what I found is like, if we, the host can get a good gallery of images to give to the vendors, then that really helps in addition to what the photographers are able to offer. So I think just having that good team surrounded with you or with you planning, it's just, it's a really good thing. I think too, like in in picking back, piggybacking off of what you said (laughs) earlier about when you were moving to the Dallas area and not knowing um, how to get connected. And I feel like that's a great way to like, take that time to create the relationship by educating people along the process too, as a photographer of like, taking the other photographers under your wing and like showing them like, okay, these are great things to catch. And like, if you want this for like an editorial or something like that, this is what people are looking for in an editorial space. If this is like a wedding day, these are things you can do. Mm-hmm. I know I did a styled shoot in um, one of my good friends who is a photographer. Just basically like explain like the tablescape. Like if you're going to photograph a great tablescape for the vendor that p- provided the flowers or the linens or something like take the salt and pepper off the table and the oh, butter yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that and like showcase the beauty of mm-hmm. not the essentials you need when you're eating but like take this and like take a wide shot a, t- a tight shot like a shot of like above like those are all great things to like educate people when they're in a styled shoot so that 
it not only is just a shoot, but you can like educate in the process. And I think that's always really good if you find someone that you're like, okay, you are great at this stuff. Would you mind taking the lead on talking about this to other photographers or the videographer if this might be like their first time or just getting into the industry? Like, I always Mm -hmm. think that that's always helpful um, because you get a little educational piece out of it too. So I don't know if you feel the same, but. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Education is really important because a lot of creatives who are attending these events, they, they want education. They want to learn. They want to um, invest in something that will help them to grow their portfolio and just to give them an experience to help them. And, you know, when they do book a wedding and it, yeah, education is major. It's, it's a big deal. And that's what I find a lot of photographers. They're like, we'd love some education, you know, so it's really good. Yeah. A great way to serve people that you're trying to build connection with. For yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, this has all been really great, Charity. I am so glad to finally chat with you. I know. <laughs> um, as we go to close this episode, I wanted to share with people how they can find you on the web and your potential podcast continuation, maybe if they need to. So where can people find you on the web? Yes. So people can find me. I am Charity Simmons on most platforms or Charity Simmons Photography. I also have the Creative Style Shoots platform on Instagram, which I'm really excited about. So they can also find me there. So yeah, that's where they can find me. And then what is your podcast called? Oh, my podcast. (laughs) Yes. My podcast is Conversations with Charity. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like Thank your you. voice is just so relaxing to listen to. <laughs> like I love watching like your vlogs and all that stuff because I'm like, she's just so relaxing. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I love it. I'm just uh, such a loud, outspoken person. So sometimes it's like you're the, the, the um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, counterpart. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> to me in that, in that way. But Thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so excited to share this with listeners and I hope that they learn something from all of this and planning their next styled shoot. This is all great information and I, I thank you for your input and your experience. Yes, you're welcome. And thank you for having me and kudos to anyone who is able to successfully host a style shoot. Don't give up because it's, it's exciting. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Cameras and Coffee podcast. Check out the show notes for this episode at karahanesphotography.com slash podcast. That's K-A-R-A-H-A-N-E-S photography.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.